Meow. Meow. Brian's a cat. That's right, baby. What's more fun, the Justice League trailer or your cat's belly right now? Uh, probably my cat's belly. Yeah. There you go, baby. Oh, my God. All right, cameo by the cat. But, uh, yeah, I actually really dug it. Um, I thought the standouts, other than Wonder Woman, um, I like what they're doing with Aquaman. But f- <laughs> fucking what? Yeah, I like the Aquaman. I dig it. You, you like Ed Hardy Aquaman? What makes him Ed Hardy? Oh, dude, he's so... Uh, he's, like, so Ew. grossly, like, cliche, fake, tough, like, I can't. I, I love Jason Momoa. I like the guy. I, yeah, I, I just he's awesome. I don't like this interpretation of Aquaman. Like he's so dude bro and like trying so like oh uh, he drinks whiskey right out of the bottle. He's being snarky to Batman. Uh like fucking <laughs> hell, dude, dial it back like two notches, please. Yeah, well they're trying I think they're they may be uh slightly overcompensating to make him cool in people's eyes. I'm I, I think I think that- kids will eat it up. I think Zack Snyder is just writing himself. Like this is how he views himself, the way Aquaman is <laughs> in this trailer. Like that's that's just, he's like he's like yeah man, it's fucking oh, got long hair and a thick beard, no but, fucking shirt. I can't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, put it back on, Brian. Put it back on. I'm sorry, I was just about to do it again. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't know. I hear keywords and I just react. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you you like Bucky? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Justice League trailer. Uh, yeah, um, uh, it didn't change my mind. That's understandable. I know that you know people are uh, of their view. I'm trying to see the positive because I have hopes that eventually this rebounds and we have two cinematic universes that are you know uh, able be to nice, enjoy. But short of a total reboot, I just I don't know how they can. And and look, I've I've laid it out before. Or my on rebirth this show. plot. What's that? My rebirth plot. I've had to save that. I, I think I think we talked about this now. Remake we, the Watchmen movie canon. I don't think we did it here. Oh, I think okay. we talked about it in our Facebook chat. Oh, do you okay. want to do you want to drop it here just to make sure? Because I just can't remember if we, if we did. So it my plan to save the DC Cinematic Universe is this, and it coincides a lot with what's going on in the comics. You take the Watchmen movie and you make that canon, right? And what you do is, which will be a little weird since all those actors are in the DCEU, but. Um, Billy Crudup is playing uh, uh, Barry Allen's dad. Oh, that's uh, right. That's uh, right. Well, other it, people. Hold on. Uh, 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 Jeffrey D. Morgan played Thomas Wayne. Uh, you know what? You can make it. You can, I know how you can still make it work. Oh it no, actually, you can still it make it work. I'm just, it. I, well, no, no it I'm not. Fuels it because here's what's kind of going on with Rebirth, right? So you make that canon, and what what happens is. After you get past this Justice League movie and you get get just do the dark side thing, do your murderverse, blah 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 blah. <laughs> uh, you do rebirth. We haven't Batman used murderverse in a while. I love it. <laughs> right, Batman finds out about the mystery that this dark universe was created by Doctor Manhattan yeah, after the I conclusion you know. of Watchmen. Uh, and you know what they all do is they realize this universe is broken that it's the construct of something else and they need to bring back, you know, the age of heroes. So they all, you have this ridiculous movie with, where, you know, with the Watchmen and all of that. And then you have, like, like you said, Jeffrey D. Morgan, Billy Crudup. Part of Rebirth is that these characters that have existed in the past are like in the universe, but they don't belong there. 
So you can kind of say all these things were placed there by Dr. Manhattan in some fashion. Uh, and boom, you, you know, you have the universe erase, keep all the good parts from the universe and then move forward. Can we, can we have so, a scene where Batman says, this universe is wrong. It's too dark. We have to fix it. And yeah. then, and then at the end, he's like, my parents are still dead. <laughs> he's just horribly disappointed. Yes. Damn. <laughs> More brooding for me. I'll be in my cave. Oh, shit. Yeah. But uh, that, that's kind of bold. I don't, I don't think they'd go that drastically. They would probably just do some kind of thing. But it would be... I, I think they would deep. do Flashpoint because I, I, I'm i pretty sure that Zack Snyder said... Uh, he All right, so secondhand interview. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan did an interview where he was talking about being Thomas Wayne. Yeah. And he said he sat down with Zack Snyder and Zack Snyder said his ultimate dream Earth is to Batman. do... What's that? That the Thomas Wayne Batman. Yep, and he was <sighs> like, "One day I want to suit you up as Thomas as the Thomas Wayne Batman." So oh. that mean that has to mean a Flashpoint story, oh. which would well, he's but, in Rebirth. Thomas Wayne's Batman. Yeah, nice. Does yeah. he team up with Bruce Wayne Batman? Uh, they're going to be. That's part ah, of the the story cool. that's coming up with the Flash and Batman crossover. That's going to be setting up the more of the watchman it's called the button and what it is is because at the end of that first rebirth issue batman finds the, you know the comedian's button in the back yeah. cave um so there, there's going to be some flashpoint stuff going on with this they're finding out that flashpoint is connected to the dr manhattan rebirth and all of that um and so yeah you're going to see thomas wayne batman crossing over with current batman and jason fabic is drawing it yeah, Jason Fabic, I know you listen to our show. He really doesn't. But I would love if he did because I'm such a fanboy of his work. You got a little something on your by your lip. Was that? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Sorry. Yeah. I shot high, kind of high that time. Some cream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get good arcs sometimes. The other day I knocked over a dog. <laughs> it was the most – It just this shot of Jism that just really flew and it hit the side of the dog and he crumbled like a fucking – A like dog? A yeah. And then it it just kind of sailed that way in the next door neighbor's yard. I, I got this. Oh, place. okay. Yeah, I got this. Place. I was gonna say you only have cats. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just shot that far. Shit, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Oh, I know. Funny. Yeah, as long as as long as uh, the writing doesn't fall off, that that would be cool. That'd yeah. be cool to see. Yeah. Well, Tom King's writing it, so that's. that's so I imagine Bruce exciting. being like, "Why is my dad dressed like a badge? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why is it guns in his hips? <laughs> that's my thing. <laughs> You're not supposed to have guns in his hips." <laughs> I kind of like his head. Dad, you're so disappointed. I know. <laughs> God. Yeah. And then how interesting would it be if not only that, that team up, they team up because in the Flashpoint, uh, Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. Yeah. So how interesting would that Good be point. to kind of put put Bruce through that? You know? That'd be weird. Yeah. Yeah. And we still haven't gotten the answer yet to the three Joker mystery. It was it was introduced at the beginning of Rebirth and hasn't been brought back since, but it probably yeah. will be. Uh, I, I do remember, and I'll bring this back up for anyone who didn't listen to an earlier episode, uh, one of the hot rumors is that one of the Jokers comedian. is the comedian mm-hmm. yeah, from yeah. the Watchmen universe, yeah. which, given the story arc and the way that they're, it's headed, I wouldn't totally hate it. Like, it, it would make sense for what they're yeah. doing here. Uh, yeah. And it would make sense that he suddenly appeared and wasn't there for, like, a million years when yeah. the world's greatest detective should, at some point, be able to figure out... Hey, there's more than one of this guy. Yeah, but I think it's been changed. It probably wasn't always like that. 
it, no, that's what I that's think, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why he never figured it out up until yeah. this point. Yeah, because it wasn't always that way. It just kind of recently happened. Yeah, with these events. Yeah, but then that still leaves the question. One of them has to be the real Joker, but then that still leaves yeah. the question: which one? Uh, one of them is fake, and what? Who is that other fake one? Hmm. To him. Interesting. Well, anyway, the 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 point to it was, uh, I think what happens as the end of end of Batman or Superman, we see Superman's body buried in the casket and you know in the ground, and of course you see the dirt thing happening. Remember at the end. Uh, so I think what's going to happen is as part of the uh, dark side coming and Lex Luthor being aware of that, we've rung the bell and all this other other stuff. Uh, he gets out of prison, realizes that Superman's the only way to turn the tide against this he doesn't have faith in it and thinks maybe he can even manipulate him or something along those lines maybe we get a darker superman when he comes out of the thing well uh, right. he I'll puts touch, him in the same touch on that again later sorry yeah the darker superman yeah i, I wonder if they're gonna do like a red sunish kind of thing with him uh, i i think it might be a little right? injustice-y kind of thing yeah that leads, yeah that leads to flashpoint maybe maybe that's not a bad bad thing so uh remember of course how lex made doomsday yes okay so he's gonna do something similar resurrect superman and the regeneration matrix that he made whatever the case is because remember he was using kryptonian technology to make that yep so i think he does something similar with that and that's how we get him back all right <laughs> yeah i mean i just oh god it's such a shit show though. unless he's just like oh i got better in the casket and flew out see like the fact that we have to extend ourselves mentally so much to, to like cling on to some hope that it might be good again yeah it just says everything yeah, it does. It does. It does. I, I'm trying to very hard to look at it, look at them for what they are. But even still, there is. It's difficult to do that when there's such rich history with those characters. It's Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. You, you know, and, and there's kind of a vein that they should be, you know, yep. portrayed in. So, yep. Yeah. Or you could just get Zack Snyder to do a Zack Snyder thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a. Uh... Let me make sure. Hold on. Wait, let me make sure I'm I'm remembering this right before I say it. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're saying David Goyer, he who hates all comic books. Yeah. Uh. Is an early front runner to. Uh, to direct Ugh. the Green Lantern Corps. Ugh. Let me just double check. There's this. other directors in the fucking world, Warner Brothers. I mean, Jesus. No, they've got their stable, and like, Ugh. and like, that's, no, that's no one else wants to. Uh, it, it, it's like you know, if, if they get yeah, a director, here is rumor: David Goyer mm. could direct Green Lantern Corps, and it's all over the place. Yeah. Well, David Ayer is supposedly going to be doing the whole. Uh, Gotham City Sirens movie, which is like yeah. an unofficial Suicide Squad sequel, but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we were uh, yesterday we were briefly talking about because you know all of us don't want to see these DC movies, so we just send out a little sacrifice. Like one person goes out as tribute every time. <laughs> it's probably gonna be me this so, round. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, well, you're slated for Wonder Woman. Oh, that's, that's that one. That one's your turn. So you're happy with yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I, I would be seeing that no matter what. Anyway, I, I'm really rooting for that movie to do well. Well, that means Greg has to see Justice League. I which plan will, on seeing it. I plan on seeing it regardless. I'm going to see it. I'll, I might see it on HBO, like whenever it comes around to HBO. 
Yeah. Uh, that's the most I can promise. Yeah. Uh, like Batman vs Superman, I just look at it. And I'm just like, ugh. Like I can't. I can't even put it on the background while like I'm doing stuff. I, I just I can't. <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah. But that makes me slated to see, depending on what the release schedule ends up being, yeah. either Aquaman or Gotham City Sirens. And if I have to see Gotham City Sirens, I might just cut my dick off and stuff. Because <laughs> I just I can't sit through another David. Wait till they cast the other two female leads before you go and do something. I just I <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I, I absolutely not. God. Yeah, yeah. I didn't love Margot Robbie's Harlequin either, so I didn't feel that that was enough. No. Hey, let's give her a film based. It was awful. And, like, I guess part of it's going to be the script, and part of it's going to be how much time they have to actually work on it and make it right. But, like, the concept, it just doesn't. uh, If it was. The the, the shoehorning in of Catwoman, I think, is what's putting me off the most. If it was a Harley and Ivy movie, I've said this, and and not to keep harping on things I've said before, but I've also said this before. A Harley and Ivy movie would have me genuinely interested if you gave it the time. To, uh, to properly come up with the story and yeah. do all the right pre-production work. But, like, putting David Ayer in charge, uh, hot rumors of people w- saying they want to cast Megan Fox as Poison Ivy, like... Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't like it. <laughs> it stinks. Fact, it stinks, and I don't I like don't it. I like it. <laughs> I would much rather see Harley and Ivy as a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I even think. then, like, you'd have to rush the relationship in the beginning. Catwoman makes it uh, an easier sell. I guess. I don't because know. more people know who Catwoman is. If they're, if they're, so, fucking, if they're so fucking confident in Harley Quinn, yeah. then they should... And, you know, Poison Ivy is... People know who she is. She's been in at least one Batman movie. True, and she's but been she's in not every goddamn property, Batman property, going back to the animated series. Everything. She's True. always appeared. She was never in the 66 Batman, though. I said going back to the animated series. Did you? Okay. Yeah. No, no, that's because that's the earliest I can remember her starting to like pop up everywhere. She was in all the Arkham games. Yes. She's been in every animated version of Batman since. Yes. She she was in a Joel Schumacher movie. Like uh, she's she's popped up. Like she's she's everywhere. She has name recognition. And yeah. if you're so confident in the Harley Quinn you've already thrown on screen, her name comes first. It's Harley and Ivy. Yeah. So I don't know why you couldn't do that. Yeah, why, well, why they feel like they need to have Catwoman in there? Dumb, sad. Well, if you're gonna have a got dumb, don't speak in that language. <laughs> if, uh, I, I hear what you're saying, but it's it's she's she's one of the Gotham City Sirens. I don't feel like it's shoehorning her. It's just introducing that character into this universe now, just like they did with everyone else. Was uh, you know Batman shoehorned into the universe? Was Wonder Woman shoehorned into the universe? You know they just made their first appearance. So we'll see. Uh, you know uh, if Catwoman is done right, it could all work. Uh, I think maybe even to start off with it being Harley and Ivy uh, with Catwoman as part of the antagonist, you know, initially. And then, yeah, they all come together and fight Joker <laughs> or something. We, we, we were saying <laughs> we were saying Joker for Suicide Squad and that it didn't work. It, it yeah. didn't happen, rather. Yeah. Yeah, they fucked it up. He should have been the villain of that movie. Everything, they even said They fucked everything up. There was nothing about that movie that was done right except for Captain Boomerang. Yeah, he was fine. Deadshot sucked. I really, really Awful. didn't enjoy that. Awful, yeah. awful, awful. And yeah. I was oh. giving him the benefit of the doubt for like the first half of the movie, but. Yeah. So uh, really quick, I want to touch on a, uh, a bit of yeah. uh, over-advertised cock tease. Uh, that was oh. a serious fucking letdown. Um, so recently, I, don't wa- I haven't watched Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels. 
those okay. two animated series that are part of the canon. Yeah. I intend to at some point, I just haven't. I don't put as big a priority on them because they're animation, even though I have no prejudice against animation. That's Star Wars for me is, is the, the movies. That being said, in Rebels, Rebels, of course, takes place in the timeline between uh, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Okay. So one of the storylines that's been built up is Darth Maul's return and Darth Maul finding out that Obi-Wan's on Tatooine. So Darth Maul... Oh, yes. I remember this trailer was a big deal. Oh, yeah. So guess what happens? And I'm going <laughs> to save oh, everyone no. the fucking three minutes of watching that shit video. Because you can just look at the fight online. Uh, they have a bit of dialogue. They go through some poses. It's like, okay, you know, before the, these guys fight or swordsmen fight, they get into some kind of default stance, right? Yep. So they do that. But then they shift three times. Like, Obi-Wan does his thing. And then he does another one. And then Darth Maul changes his pose. <laughs> they do three different poses. They lunge at each other, do a quick, like, one-two parry, and then Obi-Wan one-shots him. After all that, that's what it, that's it? Yes. That's the whole thing? Yes. You sure you're not missing something? Very, very sure. Does he cut his head off? No. He wounds him in the chest. And then what? He just slinks off into the darkness? No, he dies in his arms. Obi-Wan actually holds him and listens to his final words. Stop. No. After that's that's all, it. After all that? All that, like, oh, they're going to face off and we're going to have this. Wow. Yeah, no. It's it's literally like, boom, 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 dead. That's it. There's got to be more to it. There's no fucking way. Cue it up. Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul. Rebels. Look it on YouTube. That's it. That's the whole fucking thing. And the the excuse they're saying is, well, Darth Maul's been out of practice. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the fucking directors said and the people who who did it oh my it's god painful. It's, what, it's, is, what, is, what has Obi-Wan been doing I'm just curious on Tatooine that he's so well practiced you know fucking up sand, sand people I don't know what else is there to fucking do you know wow yeah but he owned him like it was literally like you know they both kind of stand there doing their poses and they have a quick like two or three little parries and he just cuts the lightsaber in half and brings the saber down into his chest, and that's it. I'm watching it right now. I'm going okay. to pause here for... Uh, that's fair. Actual motherfuck. Was I, was I wrong and on any level of what happened there? <laughs> I just, like, I'm just stunned. It's not that I'm calling you a liar. It's just, like, yeah. I, after all that, and, like... Right? You, you sell this big thing that's going to fucking happen, and... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And it's funny, you know, on the on YouTube, you know, have on, on the right hand side of the screen, you'll see the videos of like you know, kind of associated. There's yeah. one that's a ten minute explanation of that <laughs> and why why it happened the way it did. So the explanation is five times longer than the actual scene. Yes, and it's basically he was out of practice. <clears throat> oh my god! Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't make any sense because Obi-Wan should be out of practice. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh. And not for anything. Let's 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 point out the, the flaw in the out of practice thing. Okay. Circa we'll go back to Phantom Menace. Okay. Darth Maul had never fought anyone else other than just doing basic training with a lightsaber before, and then he comes in and fucking owns everybody. Yep. Right? And yeah. So, out of practice. I'm sorry. You're a Sith fucking lord or a Jedi knight. To maintain, you constantly practice. 
and doesn't require competing against someone else with a lightsaber. You know, it, it, it's just part of the training. But yeah, what a just utter cop out cock tease. You know, didn't like it. Very very unhappy. Sad. Dude. Yeah. What a waste of time. It really really was. Like that was the the season finale. Or the mid-season finale, I believe. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I, I'm fucking dumbstruck right now. Yeah. I remember like, because one of the guys I work with, he's a huge Star Wars guy. We always bullshit about Star Wars. And he's like, oh, did you see the thing? And I'm like, no, no, I didn't see it. I kind of, you know, forgot about that. And he's like, oh, you got to check it out, man. You got to check it out. I'm like, okay. And he was in love with it. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. So I'm watching this. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'll, get, I'll you know, watch this thing. I'm like, wait, it's only two and a half minutes? I'm like, all right, they're going to just jump right into it, right? Maul's going to just, <laughs> just like he does. If you remember in episode one, uh, when uh, you first see Maul, it's when Qui-Gon is heading back to the ship in the desert and all of a sudden flying in on his space Harley comes Maul and he flips off the thing, ignites his lightsaber and just starts hacking away at Qui-Gon. Uh, there's no hesitation or dialogue. Um, it's revenge. You know, uh, he should have come in like a fucking gangbuster and they had a knockdown drag out fight. You know, maybe you even hint at something where Obi-Wan does get injured in that fight. And that's why but, he's such a shell of who he is in New Hope. But even um, if you're going to say Darth Maul got wrecked because he's out of practice, yeah. you should have a sloppy ass lightsaber fight where both of them are tripping over each other. Because neither of them is well practiced. Yeah. This is garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I think it was, I kind of, it was like two or three parries. It was really like boom, boom, boom. And then, you know, Maul does that lunge and he just takes him out in one swipe. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. Well, well, that, that hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a, that, twice. The two times we killed Darth Maul, it, it was horribly done. But Star Wars kind of does that. They take the characters that people like kind of uh, – those. I don't want to say he's a background character, but like Boba Fett. Dies like a bitch in Return of the Jedi. Uh, you can argue that Maul didn't go out like a bitch in Phantom Menace, but, you know, it was kind of like that weird, you know, he, but Obi-Wan flies up, gets the saber, cuts him in half, and he just falls down the thing. Uh, and then to go out like this, especially after what they did with him in Clone Wars, how out of practice was he? But, I mean, you have, you know, the 30 years in between. But what was he doing in that 30 years? Was he doing nothing? Was he sitting around meditating, thinking about where to find Obi-Wan? <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and think about it and not do any practice, you know, as I plot my revenge. He's plotting his fucking revenge. He wasn't practiced. That's just, it's just, all oh, it's bullshit. It, I really just have no, you know. God, to I mean, to, to sell just... it as such a thing and to give us that. It, it doesn't right. boost Obi-Wan in my eyes at all. You know what I mean? It's it's still Obi Wan's awesome. He, you know, probably my favorite Jedi. But all right. Well, on that note, uh, yeah. Sorry. It's, so, it's celebration. <laughs> uh, our one year, our one year anniversary was this past week. Yeah. Uh, a year of, a year of salt. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for enjoying. <laughs> well, thanks for at least listening. <laughs> That's true. We do kind of suck. So. Uh, so in in honor of that, we're gonna bring back uh, one of our very first topics because the summer movie season is uh is getting kicked off. We're gonna try and see. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak the wording a little bit. Last year we did most disappointing movies of the summer. 
And there was a little bit of uh, uh, confusion as to whether or not I was more correct or everyone else is more correct Mm -hmm. uh, because how you can interpret disappointing. Yes. Uh, uh, Greg would argue that Batman vs. Superman was most disappointing, Mm -hmm. uh, but I had argued that there were no expectations for that movie. So I said I thought Apocalypse was more disappointing because people actually, for whatever reason, expected it to be halfway decent. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to try and we're going to we're going to make it nice and simple. We're just going to pick worst summer blockbuster for this year for this year. OK. Uh, summer 2017 movies. I'm going to pull up a list now. We're going to see if we can do this. Mighty Morphin uh, Power Rangers. What'd you say? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. No. Yeah. Stop. Yep. Stop it, sir. I know you love it. I know you love it. I just, You're out of control. I just don't see that beating uh, or being better than any of the uh, the other big stuff that's coming out. In a, in a summer in which we're getting Pirates of the Caribbean, you're going to go with Power Rangers? Uh, I, I'm going to go. I was supposed to see it today. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to a movie there. Well, that's out now, right? It so came out uh, Friday. So that's not a summer movie then? The reviews – no, we, we said last week summer movie season starts in March now. Ah, Logan okay. Logan All was right. the kickoff movie, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, Power Rangers came out. I'm sp- I was supposed to see it this afternoon. I don't know if I'm going to get to it, but I should get to it by the time we record next week. Okay. You can't tell me that's going to be the worst movie of the summer when we're getting another Pirates of the Caribbean movie and another Transformers movie. Oh, I didn't realize we're getting another Transformers movie. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it then. <laughs> uh, yeah, because – all right, so – Here's here's some of them. We got Pirates of the Caribbean. We got yeah. The Mummy. Oh yeah. Early contender for very bad movie. Yeah, I, I might even. Oof. All right, so wow, let's do. I, <laughs> let's do it this way. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean or The Mummy? Which one do you think is going to be worse? Mummy. The Mummy. Yeah, I can still sit and, and laugh at Johnny Depp for an hour and a half. Can you really? Yeah, it, it, as opposed me. to to Tom Cruise. Yeah. In a shit movie, I'd rather watch Johnny Depp than Tom Cruise. Okay. Yeah. Even even Johnny Depp now. We're not talking about Johnny Depp twenty years ago. We're talking about today, Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. Wife beating Johnny Depp. I think too. I like <laughs> I like I like the. Uh, <laughs> I like. Oh, no, I'm not forgetting that shit. He punched her in the fucking face. He did. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Ale- yeah. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, I also think too. I like the actor playing the villain. Oh, uh, Javier Bardem? Yeah. Which is funny to me because his wife played a role in the last yeah. – Penelope Cruz played a role uh-huh. in the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah. So I think she just came home and she was like, it was fun. You should do it too. Yeah. He's like, okay, I will. <laughs> I think we should do our next show in our Penelope Cruz and uh, Bardem voices. I think and, uh, and Greg can do it as Guillermo del Toro. And nice. <laughs> it would be perfect. Nice. Um, okay. Are you willing to entertain the thought that Wonder Woman might be so bad that yeah. it ends up on the worst movie, the worst nope. movie of the summer? No, uh-huh. no. not even going to pretend. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it will be. All right. Are you willing to entertain the thought that it might not be good? Here's what I think. I, I, I think at worst, it'll be a C plus B minus. Okay, that's fair. I, I think that's kind of like my worst case scenario. Your worst case scenario. I've seen super. enough to okay. feel actually quite positive about it. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna go full on there. All right. All right. 
All right, so right now, all right, so you have Mummy being worse than Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. The next up uh, for a big movie that could be bad is Transformers. Do you have the Mummy being worse than Transformers? Yeah. You do. Yeah, and here's why. Uh, Transformers, uh, while it's Michael Bay's and explosions and all that, it, it's just big robots kicking the crap out of each other and a visual effects thing. I could see through that as eye candy instead of watching Tom Cruise do anything. Wow, you really hate Tom Cruise. I really don't hate him. I just don't like him. I, I like I don't. There's not a t- other than like Top Gun. <laughs> there's really not a lot of Tom Cruise stuff that like I love. I still think his best roles. Don't hate. It. I got a Top Gun poster right behind me. I know it's a great movie. Uh, Tropic Thunder is his best role of all time. You know, I didn't know he was in that movie until I was sitting in the theater and he no popped up, and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck?" It was amazing. He should do great. more comedy. I might like him more. Yeah, but he was great in that. <laughs> he, oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I need you to stop, take a step back, and literally <laughs> fuck your own face. <laughs> I am talking scorched earth. <laughs> oh, I just that was the just, best. He's just that you know. He's just a great cliche, you know, stereotype. It's fantastic. Oh, uh, uh, it was amazing. It was like Ari Gold from Entourage, but like. On yeah. Coke. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one can even say it's maybe a little bit racist. Maybe a little bit. As far as bad movies go, that's it. Um, now, there's a movie that's coming out uh, towards the end. Is it towards the end? Hold on. Wait a second. Let me get a month yeah. here. Oh, no, towards the middle. Uh, I don't know if you saw the trailer for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. That's the one with Cara Delvine and uh, some dude. I don't uh, the, know the title. I don't so, know who that actress is, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so this is the movie. Have you seen Fifth Element? Yeah. So the guy who directed Love Fifth it. Element is doing another sci-fi space Ooh. opera, and this is that movie. Ooh. Right now, I'm not sure how I feel about it based on the trailer. It could go either way. I'm not saying it's going to be trailer. bad. I'm going to have to see that. Uh, uh, is it, he tying it to Fifth Element anyway? No. Eh? Oh. No. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think know. it's based on a book. Okay. Did, on, you, did you enjoy Fifth Element? Where do you kind of... Yeah. yeah it's, Come it's, on. I consider it an all-time great sci-fi film. It really is. Uh, it's it's a little too camp for me to say all-time great. I love but it camp. is absolutely a movie that I think everyone should see at least Smoke once. you! <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the video of the uh, uh, Russian opera singer trying to sing yeah. the song from that? Yes. Incredible. Because yeah. they had to use digital effects to put... The voice into ranges that the human voice couldn't do to make it sound more alien. Yeah. And some, some Russian opera singer lady. Yeah, she's probably, she was very young, too, from what I understood. Figured it out. Yeah. That's that's incredible. It's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Clive Owen movie. is in it. Ethan Hawke is in it. John Goodman's in it. There's It's got a decent cast, man. Huh. Oh, Cara Delvine. Uh, you saw Hawk. Suicide Squad, right? Say again? You saw Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. Cara Delvine was Enchantress. Oh, okay. I hated her in that movie. <laughs> well, it's, um, I don't blame her. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 not her, but the, the character is... Totally not her fault. Yeah, I, no. I, that's not a case where I think it's the actor's fault. No, no. All right, so we're going... You're going with The Mummy as the worst movie of the summer. I think it might be. What a shitty way to launch the Universal Monster movies. Well, technically, the launch was the Dracula movie they did, like, five years ago. Which one? Uh, it was Dracula Untold. Like, they did the beginning. Oh, was, like, yeah. Vlad with the uh, Impaler. Luke, um, what's Luke his name? Evan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? 
Yeah, he's the one who played Gaston in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's right. I brought that movie up the other day. Um, but yeah, I never saw that. And what a piss poor attempt at starting it. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really half-assed. Because the thing is, they they were in the middle of shooting that movie when they decided to do the monster movie thing, like interconnected monster movies. So, like, after production, they just did pickup shots for, like, a post-credit stinger where he's in modern New York City or something like that. Uh, I didn't see the movie, so, but, yeah, yeah. that's that was the gist I of it. I know the um, the person who makes him become a vampire is uh, uh, Papa Lannister from Game of Thrones. I remember they show that in the trailer. Like, he goes into some cave, and he's there, and, like, he was the progenitor vampire. Uh, uh, he was uh, who, Patient Zero? Yeah, basically. Um, and he passes it on to him. Uh, so it's interesting. Sorry, my dog just like burped at me and ran out the room. He's <laughs> he like, came, hey, I was just thinking one. He came in here just to burp at me and, <laughs> and left. That's awesome. He's like, hey, I thought it was going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly what happened. Nice. Uh, it's great when they do see. that with farts. Uh, oh, it's based on a comic. What was? Sorry, I'm reading. I'm reading about Valerian and a Thousand Planets. Ah. Uh, it's based on a French comic book ah. called Valerian and Loreline. Huh. It's French, so unless your French French is good, I don't think you're going to be reading it. Unless there's a translated version somewhere. Nah. But anyway, uh, the trailer looks. A lot of people are excited about it. I think it could go either way. Huh. I'll check it out. Uh, but I am I am interested enough to to see the movie eventually. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think it's. I don't think the mummy's the worst. I'm really going with, I'm going hard on Pirates of the Caribbean here. Oof. Okay. It's like I just can't. Who's this directing French, it? What's that? Is, it, is anyone decent directing it? That's a good question. You know. Uh, is, are they saying it's the last one finally, or no? I think they're going to do this until Johnny Depp is dead. I honestly no. thought after that whole incident with Johnny, I Depp type in Pirates director and I get the Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Director of Baseball Operations. That is not that is not correct, <laughs> sir. Oh God, I have no idea who this guy is. These guys, there's two of them. Oh, they're I I can't even pronounce that because it's Dutch. You ever, you know those like O's that have the line through them? Oh yeah, like, who Dutch the fuck writing? knows how to pronounce that? Yeah, it's it's got one of. The, I don't want to insult the poor no, guy. Of course not. The other guy's name I can say it's Espen Sandberg. Okay. Uh, this other guy, his first name is Joachim, but okay. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Right. If if I were to say it the, the English way, it would be Ronin. Okay. Uh, I don't. I think Ronin. Uh, with uh, if I were to guess, it's just something like Ronin. Well, I think I think when you say it like that, it should be O E. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know what the. What I only the know that because there at, at work there's there's pronounced. a person we promote who's Dutch and has a name O E and it's supposed to be like ooh. Yeah. Okay. But whatever. Uh, yeah, dude, I just can't. This franchise has been out of steam since the fucking second one. Yeah. I mean, why Why are we still... Are they making that much money? Are, are that many people really going to see a Pirates of the Caribbean movie? They are. What, fucking why? They're so expensive. They they're really so are. fucking expensive. And they're and not they good. Money. Yeah. Uh, I, I... The first one is classic. The second one... I enjoyed a little bit. The third one I thought was a fitting over the top end to all of that. You know, they picked, they took it up a notch with the, over the top is right. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, the two, as much as I hated it, I loved it. I mean, the two, you know, sail ships circling around the fucking water typhoon and everything. You know, it was just, you know. I actually thought the, the top, third one was better than the second one. That's fair. I enjoyed the third um, one more. The fourth one, it came up the other day. I was talking about it. I don't remember a single plot point about the fourth <laughs> one. I know Barbosa was in it. Yeah. And Johnny Depp's in it. Wasn't the I big reveal that he that he's missing a leg? Wasn't that the he big did. Reveal in the, the, the beginning, he says he, he lost a leg, and I think it was to Blackbeard. Oh, God. I think. That's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah, and I like Barbosa. Uh, I like Jeffrey Rush, so I'm, I'm always I could I can sit there and I'd, I'd even watch a Barbosa spinoff movie. Um, but I always liked him. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I still think you know it has the possibility of being better. You know, Pirates is back. <laughs> See, yeah. uh, I remember reading a rumor. I don't know if it was a rumor, but like a, a small report a while ago. Yeah, that Disney was so disappointed. In the re- the return that they were getting on their pirates movies because yeah. they they wanted the pirates movies to take off and be like uh, what they did for boys like Disney princesses does for girls like yeah. young children or whatever and they yeah. were so disappointed they went out and bought Marvel like that's that was yeah. their justification and, for buying and Marvel that trickled into into Disney as well uh, I know you haven't been there in a little while but of course for little girls they have that Bibbidi Bop boutique where little, oh, you can it, take yeah, your little girl I mean, I only went a few years ago. It wasn't that long. Oh, okay, okay. Bibbidi Bop Boutique has been there for fucking ever. Yeah, well, you know, they have the the, the boy version is to dress them up like pirates. Ah. They have another one, so they've been doing that for the past bunch of years. But they've already, I think, they said they're getting rid of it just because of lack of interest. Um, they're yep. going to probably move towards Star Wars and Marvel. You Marvel. know, with that, you know, uh, you know, putting you're like, oh, we're going to make them look like a little Hulk. We'll make them look like a little Thor. You know, uh, yep. and you know, other little Star Wars characters. And I'm going to get fucked when I bring my. <laughs> In there because they're, they're not even going to want it. They're going to be like, Dad, I don't want to do this. I'm gonna be like, Tough you're going to be Iron Man and you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> I put that helmet on him. Oh, I love it. And then you're, you're going to help an old man cross the street and he's going to say, what the hell are you supposed to be? <laughs> uh, did I tell you he's alive? Oh, my God. He's alive? Yeah, dude. I, oh, I, I can't I, wait to tell my wife him. because I told her. I said, do you remember yeah. that story Brian told us? Well, that guy ended up yeah. getting hit by a car and is dead now. And she was like, that's so fucked up. Now I can tell her he's alive. It was somebody else. It was somebody else. He, wow. I, I've been to – I now go to that Dunkin' Donuts where I found him at pretty regularly. And uh, I was in there and ironically, he was online in front of me. And I was I like, think, holy I shit. I don't think you finished telling him. that. I don't think you told the dead part of it on the show. Oh, okay. So, so I think uh, we should start from the beginning for people who haven't heard it. Sorry. Okay. So here's here's the uh, last, a Halloween ago, uh, my <laughs> wife and I were headed to the Halloween party. Uh, I was dressed up as Iron Man, and I had one of those you know puffy muscle Iron Man suits and everything uh, with a little glowing chest. And we're on our way to this party, and as we're on our way, there was this little old man walking in the middle of uh, a five way intersection. And literally, like he was—he was not all there. He was confused. And I Probably was like, yeah. easy to label it the most dangerous intersection in town if you're walking. Oh, without a doubt, uh, it, it's crazy. So, um, and he was literally like in the middle of it, and cars not being courteous about it or even mindful. Uh, so I was like, I, I, I got to do, do something. So I got out. I'm in full fucking Iron Man costume. And I didn't have the mask down. I don't want to be an asshole. So because <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the that line really is having your ridiculous. mask down. <laughs> exactly. So I, I had the mask up, and I go and I walk up to him, and I'm like, "Excuse me, sir, sir, sir." And he just kind of slowly looks over to me because he was disoriented. He says, "What the hell are you supposed to be?" <laughs> and I was like, "It's okay, sir." 
I'm Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I still love this story. So I help, and you know, we, I help him to the, you know, just to the sidewalk. You know, I'm like, where are you going? Are, are you, you know, can can my wife and I give you a little little ride? And uh, he's like, okay. So we bring him in the car, and uh, my wife is dressed up too. What the hell was she? Yeah, I think she's Snow White. I can't remember what she was. Oh, she was Minnie Mouse. My apologies. Okay. She was Minnie Mouse. And um, so we get in the car, and he's just a, just this sweet little old man, and he's flirting with my wife, and you know, we, <laughs> we, we gave him the ride to the nursing home uh, where he was. And the nursing home that he lives in is the same nursing home that my wife's uh, grandmother and aunt live in. Oh, okay. And uh, so now, you know, we, we did our good deed, and we we go to the the party, and so some time passes. And we hear a story about uh, a, a little an old man who got hit by a car in that intersection. And um, my my wife's aunt and grandmother, uh, we had you know, talked to them about the story. They thought it was you know thought it was him. They even thought they kind of they knew the guy. Oh, so God. we're like, oh, you know, we we, we assumed it was him, and that was unfortunate. We're like, oh, that really sucks, you know. But at the worst, I figured, hey, maybe you know, we gave this guy another opportunity to see his kids one more time, or something happened. Yeah, you gave him a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, so some more time passes, and I'm in the same Dunkin' Donuts that's right there on that intersection, and in front of me online is a little old man, and I'm like, holy shit, that's him. Back from the dead. Right? And I'm like, oh, so he's, and he's kind of, I could see even still, he, he was a little bit out of it, and you could tell he's, you know, he, he's kind of confused a little bit, and, you know, he got what he was getting, and uh, he kind of made a move to go to exit. But then he wasn't sure where to go. And I think he thought I was, like, kind of rushing him or something. And he, he was just like, you know, like, oh, you shouldn't rush me. And, you know, I'm not going there. He didn't realize who I was. I wasn't in my Iron Man costume. <laughs> um, so, and I was like, oh, it's okay, man. It, it's fine. And, and I see him in there now uh, quite often. He, I guess he goes there for, like, a breakfast or, like, a little bit of a meal every day. He walks there. And he sits at one of the tables and he, and he eats and he reads his paper. But I see him in there now, you know, quite a few times. I just and I smile a little bit every time he's there because I'm like, all right, cool, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's alive and well for the moment, so that's oh, uh, that's it, a happy. I was ending. relieved to see. It. Yeah, it was, it was, cool. and I love that he didn't realize who I was and that he was kind of like rude and snarky to me. And I was just like, <laughs> I couldn't be mad. I couldn't be mad. I was like, it's cool, you know. I'm like, oh, sorry, man. Here, maybe I'll pass this way. And that was that. So yeah, so happy ending with that one. Ah, oh, that's good. See, what I think actually mm. happened was. The guy who was reported as hit. Yeah. What the eyewitnesses saw was that <laughs> these sports cars yeah. were going by so fast and there was no body. They just assumed he got hit so hard he was vaporized. Yeah. But in reality, <laughs> what happened was it was the same old man. Yeah. But the cars going by mm. snatched him. And brought him into their world of underground car racing and, oh, and no. things. And Dom Toretto and the Fast and the Furious crew <laughs> made him part of the family. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, shit. You're going to turn your back on family? <laughs> Do you think she fucking hates that trailer? Do you think she hates that scene and how her face looks when she says that line? Michelle Rodriguez? I don't think yeah. so, because I think she does it the same every single time. <laughs> yeah, she kind of does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. More power to her, though. Yeah, I mean, look. She's she, great in Avatar. I'm glad that she, she, she broke her typecasting in that one. You know, I don't remember her in Avatar. I don't remember yeah, most it, of well, Avatar, because I didn't like that movie, so. No, no. It, it's been on at work. Uh, they've been playing okay. on sci-fi, so I've been catching it, and, you know. 
everything she says in that movie is like a lion out of a James Cameron movie. You know, right. it's it's horrible. It seems like she's the new. Well, Vasquez. I mean, technically, in the most literal sense, every line, every line well, she yes. has is a line out of a James Cameron movie. In that, yeah, movie. yeah, it's just you know, he was a little bit, uh, you know, didn't like her. Word. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, whatever. I mean, they're Fast and the Furious movies at this point. It's just... Yeah, I still have to see one of them. I'll get there. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I've seen the first one. I've seen like bits of other ones. The first one I saw in theaters. I went, okay. I went to the movie theater to see that one because oh, I think okay. I was, I was in middle school when it came out. So like okay. me and my friends were like, dude, dude cars, it'll be fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was, it was a good heist movie. It was, it was a very yeah. solid. It was old school. It was a nice throwback to like uh, those seventies. Uh, schlock crime films like yeah. uh, Italian Job and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, and it was decent. Now I, I don't think they needed to make eight of them and turn them into superheroes about halfway through. Yeah, it's funny. I always ask people that have seen all these and love them. I'm like, at what point do they go from street racers to secret agents? Like, uh, what's think, the transition? And I, I never get a clear answer. No, I think I think it's like the fourth one. Well, the reason you're not yeah. getting a clear answer is because Paul Walker's an undercover cop in the first one. Okay. So it's like from the beginning, there's a slight element, but at a certain point, there's like all these uh, high tech underground basements and like this fucking crazy shit. I think yeah. it's the fourth one that 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 turns. Okay. Because if I remember right, there's a weird like timeline going on where there's uh, the f- the first one and the second one, and then three through five are technically taking place between numbers one and two. Yeah, I heard there's like a weird order. And Tokyo Drift weird is the weird line. fuck up in that, from what I understand. Tokyo Drift is the one that's kind of out of time, out of place. place. Yeah, because the the end credits for the uh, what I if I remember right, it's the fifth one. Yeah, is the final scene from Tokyo Drift. Okay, I might where be Dom Tur- there, where Dom Toretto shows up. More or less, it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not actually Dom Toretto. So. Uh, it I don't is. Wanna, like, I don't want to spoil. It's Vin Diesel's it. character that shows up. Yeah, no, it's not. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Oh, okay. With the with the timeline being fucking weird. Yeah. Um. So at the end of Tokyo Drift, one of the racers you get to know gets uh, t-boned. Oh, that's hot. Like to death. Oh, that hot. <laughs> it was yeah. it was rough. Some rough t-boning. Oh. Uh, and still, but hot. you see that character appear in numbers like all the way up to number five and huh. the end credits of number five, you see that T-bone scene play out again and out of the car, but it, it's extended. So out of the car steps, uh, Jason Statham. And uh. that's where they, they pick it up from there. And he calls, he calls Dom's right. He goes, Dom's right. You don't know me yet, but you will cut to black next movie. Ah, okay. Okay. Well. Jason Statham. Yeah. yeah I, I don't see it in any universe where he beats up the rock though. No, I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I don't buy it. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, he looks like a tough dude. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. want to fight him. Yeah. Uh, but if you put him and the Rock across from each other, I expect the Rock to win. He's just too big. He's huge. He's he's so massive right now. He's he's almost getting to that Arnold circa Conan period, like where he was just utterly fucking ridiculously big. Uh, I read a really good story straight from the man Arnold himself about Conan this uh, this week. Oh, uh, King, is King Conan happening? Uh, he's still trying to get that off the ground. Oh, it was it was do. about it was about the original filming because uh, that should be his Logan 
In case, in that case should it be should. his Logan. Right. You do okay. ultra violent King Conan, have him die at the end. Perfect Arnold send off. Make it his last fucking, you know, it's John Wayne's fucking, uh, what's the name of the movie? That it re- recently remade with. Uh, oh, True Grit. Exactly. Make it True Grit, make it Logan, and you have a kick ass movie. That would be good. Yeah. I, I don't think that would be a bad movie, the Conan. No. Like, I'm not, I'm not against it. But yeah. uh, he. There, he's a uh, he's on Reddit. I don't know if you knew this, but he's on Reddit all the time. He's always posting and like responding to comments and stuff like Arnold? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very inter- uh, very interactive with fans a lot. Yeah, on social yeah. media and everything. But yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody posted a story that said uh, uh, Arnold had to lose muscle mass before filming Conan because he couldn't wield the weapons properly. So he responded wow. to the story and huh. he was like, he was like, oh man, this brings back a lot of great memories, but. Uh, truth be told, the 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 real answer is somewhere in between. Yeah. Uh, I had spent three years before this film learning to ride horseback and handle uh, swords so that wow. I could do it properly. And the director, he said his name, I can't remember who it was, yeah. uh, actually asked me to tone down the bulk because he said I didn't look like a true barbarian when I was that big. Huh. So, and then he get, he went into detail about which muscles he he brought down to what levels. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy is in, insanely intelligent. Like, oh, he is. It's absurd. He is. He, uh, he's, he's the uh, a friend of mine is a, is a fanatic uh, of his. Uh, he is the example of the great American story. I mean, he, you know, the immigrant that comes here with nothing and builds himself into something yeah. amazing, and you know, he becomes a governor and a movie star, and you know, everything. All he's just, uh, yeah, utterly. Is. I, I don't think he's failed in a single thing that he's ever decided to do. No. No, but uh, yeah, yeah much respect for Arnold. One of, my, one of my favorite quotes: "He just sleeps only, uh, I think it's uh, four to six hours a day." Oh my god! Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, he takes care of his body, so he probably doesn't need that much rest. Like he takes care of himself. Yeah, his body's a temple. Mine's a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. I like that. I'm going to use that one day. Mine's a hot dog eating contest. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. But, uh, yeah, so uh, good good stuff. We love yeah. you, Arnold. We do. Yes. As if you didn't know already. You fucking you egotist. You yeah. fucking egotist. Did you see that movie he did, uh, Sabotage, with, uh, like, everyone in it? It's got the guy from uh, Joe Mangliano, if I'm killing his last name. Maganiello? Yeah, he's in it. Um what do you call it? Uh, Avatar guy. Sam Worthington's in it. It's where they're all, they're all DEA agents. God, it sounds so familiar. It, it was one of his recent blank. ones that came out. Uh, it was horribly critically panned, but it's such a Arnold. Uh, it's an Arnold movie. It, uh, watching it, I, back, I was like, wow, this feels like one of his, not one of his greats, like Predator or something, but it's kind of like, you know, a better raw deal or, you know, one of those, some of those other ones that he did were kind of like, eh. Wasn't that bad? And he's got a great, he's a great scene because uh, he's kind of a crooked DEA agent uh, where he's being interrogated by uh, two, you know, just like FBI guys, you know, and they're shitty. And uh, <laughs> at one point, he just can't, he can't take the conversation anymore. He's like, "I'm not doing this. Look at you with the 48 percent body fat, and you, I can put you through a keyhole. I'm done with you." <laughs> oh man! I was like, oh, "That's that's classic, perfect Arnold." <laughs> uh, Arnold's the best man. I really, I, I and I love yeah. grumpy old, don't give a fuck Arnold. I yes. I truly do. Yes. 
Uh, and on the, and although it's no longer around and it was apparently a shitstorm, I don't know if you're aware of, you know, he was the current, uh, the apprentice or whatever it was. Yeah. On the yeah, show. yeah. Okay. So, you know, when he got rid of people, what the process was, you know, how with Trump, it was your fire. Yeah, it was just you're fired. Yeah. Okay. Well, with Arnold, it was, you'll terminate it. Now get to the mm-hmm. chopper. Are you serious? And they actually had a chopper that they would fly them away in. That's incredible. And all of his, like, you know, all of his analogies to business were all about, were all about weightlifting. So, like, Snooky would do something stupid in business. He's like, so, this is kind of like when you're working on your deltoids. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not using proper form, but you think you're doing it right, but you're not doing it right. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. So, it, it was worth it just to hear him do his, his Arnold shtick a little bit. Right on. That's it. That's it, everybody. That's the show. I think Anti- so. Anticlimactic. Yes. We climaxed at Arnold. Yeah, I think so. That's it was fair. a Schwarzenegger climax. <laughs> it's a, it's, uh, I can bring like, up a pumping iron quote. But <laughs> You got one? I'm trying to remember the exact uh, wording of it when he talks about how... Uh, For those of you who aren't aware, Pumping Iron is Arnold's yeah. uh, very old at this point documentary about yeah. his uh, bodybuilding career. And it's yeah. actually really good. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Uh, there's, what, there's, what yeah, one of my favorite stories from his bodybuilding days, I and mean, we could talk about him forever because he's got oh, so yeah. many goddamn stories. Yeah, uh, for one of the Mister Universe competitions, one of his biggest mm-hmm. com- uh, competitors was Lou Ferrigno, yeah. aka the Incredible Hulk, back in the old days, like the seventies mm-hmm. television series. Yeah. So one of these, they're uh, apparently very good friends too. What's that? They're apparently very good friends in real life. Oh, are they? Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah. So apparently, for one, well, actually. Considering the story I'm going to tell you, I really do buy it. So yeah. for one of these competitions, apparently it took place close to where Lou Ferrigno's parents stayed or lived. And so hmm. Ferrigno was staying with his parents and he invited Schwarzenegger to stay with them. Hmm. And through the entire weekend building up to the competition, yeah. uh, Schwarzenegger kept saying, can you believe it? I'm going to be a three-time Mr. Universe champion. What an accomplishment. The whole time just telling him he's already won the competition wow. and getting into his head yeah. and making it so that he's going out there less than a hundred percent. Wow. And yeah. I just thought that he's was the, incredibly intelligent. Just incredible. Yeah. yeah. The whole time. Just like, can you believe, can you imagine what, what I'm, what, how I'm going to feel, how blessed I'm going to be that I go home and tell everybody yeah. that I'm a three time Mr. Universe. Yeah. Kind of a dick move, but I respect it. But it's like, <laughs> it, but it, it worked yeah. and he yeah. truly believed it worked. And I believe that it worked as well. Uh, as I, as I think about this, uh, the same guy I alluded to, uh, who was a big Arnold fan, uh, talked about uh, this band. There's a guy, he's an Austrian like metal band guy. He's he's in jail at the moment, but he's getting out. He's still writing music. He has a band, I forget what it's called, um, but all they do are songs about Schwarzenegger, and each of the songs is about his movies and has like quotes and lines from are all the lyrics and whatnot. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic, and he sings it in an Arnold voice. So it, it, it's quite amusing. What? Yeah, I'll, you gotta send me I'll, a link. You gotta send me I gotta, a link. Yeah, I'll, find, I'll ask my friend John about it and uh, get that. He told me it's, it's called Austrian Death Machine. Austrian okay. Death Machine. That's okay. the name of the band. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I guess I need this. Yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 quite funny. It's like Richard Cheese funny. Richard Cheese. Oh, you ever heard of Richard Cheese? He does. He does uh, God, I get it. Everything. Dick Cheese. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Richard Cheese. That's his real. That's the lounge. Oh, it's an actual guy. Yeah, Richard oh. Cheese. He does uh, like lounge lizard um, covers of classic songs, like Big Butts and all kinds of stuff. Here, here's a, we're gonna be for you here. 
All right, well, br- while Brian's pulling up a bunch of stuff that I can't air on the show, mm-hmm. uh, you should all, if you enjoy, if you somehow enjoyed this fucking shit show, you should subscribe at iTunes or Google Play. We're awfully salty. Uh, we're also awfully salty on Facebook and on Twitter. We are Salty Pod, uh, courtesy of our good friend Jen. Our Tumblr is active once again. It's uh, awfullysalty.tumblr.com. And uh, we'll see you guys next week as we start to figure out how correct we were about our worst movie of the summer predictions. And uh, I'm going to set a reminder on my phone. We'll revisit this in September and see just how right we were. Uh, Until then, do everything you can to steer clear of Iron Fist. We'll see you guys later. (laughs) Later!